how do we want to uh, how do we want to structure this? How do we, how do, how do we want to attack attack these uh, this this topic? Over I, know. And over? I don't know. I mean, maybe we just maybe we just wing it. <laughs> Let's just wing it. More authentic. Yes, yes, for sure. Let's just do it then. Let's jump in. I mean, for me, in my mind, it starts with it starts with just what what was your what's your overall what's your overall feeling? My overall feeling is uh, I liked it. I actually did like it. There are I will say there are some things I didn't like. It wouldn't be some box <laughs> talk if I liked if we liked everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, definitely good feelings about it uh, so far. I love you know Deborah Chow. I think she did an amazing job. It's great to see. Ewan, I really feel like he's mm-hmm. this is his role, you know. And I do really love his Obi-Wan. I love this particular Obi-Wan because this is a very different Obi-Wan they've ever seen. And I love the story so far. Um, I don't I know I, I need to stop saying love, but I really do like it. I like I like it a lot. Everything that's going on, I think it's pretty great. Uh, it's a pretty good direction. I wasn't expecting Leia to be in it as much as she was. Um, yeah. so I'm like I'm here for it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm like, I think I'm at like a similar place. Um, I think, yeah, like there, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was really fun. It did a good, it like, it like, um, it met like a lot of my expectations or needs or whatever, like going into it. Okay. Um, like in, in the sense of, you know, I was I was hoping, you know, to see these like just get this really good feel for like, you know, kind of what we missed out. I don't want to like start shitting on like Book of Boba <laughs> Fett already, but like kind of what I feel like we kind of missed out on in like Book of Boba Fett, which was just like really giving giving us like a really like grounded and real and just like clear idea of like where the character is at and it have it make sense. Yeah. Um, and then the arc just sort of developed from there. I felt like they, they were able to do that um, to like a greater degree in this show than like Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett was like kind of, they just kind of like did whatever the, the hell they wanted to. Like in terms of just like making Boba Fett's character just be just kind of just kind of nothing. But like this one, I felt like they did exactly like, I mean, it's all about, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And yeah, I think especially in the first episode, like we get like this really awesome but also like annoying, like, you know, we get this idea of like this monotony and this, like just this boringness of his life and that he's, he's kind of lost some of his flair. He's maybe lost, he's lost a lot of things. Um, And like, they're able to establish that through the storytelling um, pretty well, I think. But I also agree, like there's, there are certainly some things that I, I did not love about this show but overall like i'm feeling good like i'm feeling like you know and i was going in like you know like i told you before we watched i was like i don't (laughs) even know i'm excited like i don't even know how to feel because you know i think that like but the book of boba fett was like and 
bad batch to an extent what i just felt kind of burned and just kind of like just like pretty like disappointed to the to the yeah. point of just not really wanting to uh, get my hopes up about this show because i didn't really want to be like let down and especially because this is like one that me like i've been looking forward to and like you know it's such a beloved character but i feel like i'm not i'm not on like the hate train at all right now i'm feeling like good and yeah hopeful for for what more what more we're gonna get <laughs> yeah let's stop there dude let's let's end the podcast we uh <laughs> gotta end on a good note <laughs> yeah we don't want to get toxic you know like we don't want to let any toxicity in oh, right this is the way yeah dude i love this Obi-Wan. i love the broken obi-wan i really like it, it uh, that was a really good point because like both that we had no idea what was going on or what his change why? was about yeah, yeah why but it's like obi-wan you could tell like right off the bat you tell he's a freaking just sad and literally broken. He lost his entire, uh, you know, civilization, his culture with the Jedi. Saw him all wiped out by his best friend, um, <laughs> his brother, uh, and like he's and he thought in, which is cool because you know, we thought he was dead. We thought every or Obi Wan thought he was dead. So I love that part. But we can kind of get to that later. Um, but like this entire, he literally thinks he's alone. Like he knows he has Yoda. The other Jedi comes to him, and he's like we lost like go into hiding like i can't help you i love yeah. it i love it i was like this is exactly how someone would react right yeah obi-wan was one of the highest ranking jedi in the order him and yoda yeah. are now the only ones left so he's like like we, we lost go sir like he buried you know burying his lightsaber in the, in the sand it's like he was done being a jedi for good he just wanted to survive watch over luke survive so i love this depiction he literally was hopeless i love it Mm, yeah i think you forgot though that uh mace windu is still alive as well oh gosh he better not be alive dude <laughs> mace windu better stay dead that's all i'm saying oh, oh my gosh dude don't even get me started on that <laughs> i did that didn't even land as a joke that just like went straight to anger for you that's funny i, do, I hate that i hate that because it's, it's, it's probably gonna happen bro it's probably gonna happen honestly like disney's like willing to pretty much do anything at this point and oh man um no but no yeah like that's i mean I'm really glad they took the time to do that in this show because like, that's, that's so important. It's the central, it's the driving force of the entire show. And I felt like that like fell short and like, it's so weird that it fell short in book of Boba Fett because like they did spend like quite a bit of time in those like flashback scenes and like all that kind of stuff, but it just fell flat. Like it just, I don't know something, there was something missing. Yeah. Um, but no, this, I feel like this, this is, has like some of like the meat on the bones that like, is necessary to really get us connected with the character overall. Like, I feel like I'm not even at a place yet to like compare the, these, the, the two episodes that are out and to, I haven't even like really like been able to like decide on like which one I like more necessarily. I feel like they both had things that I, I um, liked and didn't like, but yeah, I don't know. They were, it was, it was a, it was a good, it was good overall experience so far. Yeah, I would agree. I, I, I like I'm now since I only watched them once, it's like everything's blending together, honestly. So it's like, and I you know watch it back to back. So I'm trying to think of stuff that just happened in the first episode, but yeah. So yeah, like, kind of I hard. mean, <laughs> I mean, one of the things that is standing out that I've even seen some people out there in the Star Wars fandom complaining about is is the is the cold opener for Episode One, which was uh, just this, you know, Jedi Temple 
uh, scene from Order 66. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I, I mean, I was fine with it. I do think, like, are we seeing, like, a, a lot of Order 66? I mean, kind of. I don't know. I don't think it's a problem. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people complaining about it, though, which is kind of surprising to me because I don't. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, obviously, it's, like, the most, like, the, it's, a, it's, like, a huge event. Like, it's, like, the, it's, like, the, like, like the if there's like one point in history that like like the Star Wars galaxy can point to is like when everything changed. I feel like it would yeah. be order six, <laughs> obviously like, yeah. when that happened. And so it makes sense that we're we see it a lot. Um, I thought it was I thought that was a really cool scene. Like I was, oh man, going into the that first episode, like with with the prequel recap that they that they sort of packaged. I loved that prequel recap. Um, I thought it did. I thought it did so much justice to those films. Like those, obviously, those films get dragged, and like we're we're more fans of them. But like, I don't know. It was it was just it was good to see those like really, just like packaged together in a way that like lets lets people know like these these like covered like some really awesome storyline and like yeah um, that even though they're not there you know they have their you know pretty clear imperfections like the storyline that was that is you know gone through in the prequels is really awesome so i love that and then going straight into like that first the first shot and being of like coruscant i was like so stoked i, was like, <laughs> I know yes, <laughs> this is amazing oh man yeah i um, i do yeah I, I love the opening um i i i even know what people were complaining about it i thought it was really good i mean it's not like it's like an imperative scene of like a, a, a specific character it's literally just like another another view of order 66 so i don't understand what the big deal is well so that's i actually i actually have a theory about that now that you bring that up oh okay because i i actually i would not be surprised if they grogu? um what they show grogu again oh my god <laughs> yeah if the entire show is actually just a backstory for grogu <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think that uh, the third sister Riva is is one of the. Ooh. I think she might be one of the younglings depicted. Oh, that'd be sick, dude. That'd be sick. Especially when I went back and watched it a second time, I noticed that there was like, um, there was a girl that looked like you know the one that was like the first one you see. She was kind of like taller and maybe looked a little older than the other younglings that were in the scene, and um, you know looked like could be a young version of um, Riva who we see you know, in, in an older place. And like, I could see like 10 years, maybe like if she was like in the 11 through 13 age range and now is in the 21 through 23 age range would make a lot of sense. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking like that's maybe part of that scene, but I don't know. Yeah. So I, you go back would, and rewatch it and let me know what you think. Okay. Yeah. That would make the most sense. And like, I love, I really do love the Inquis inquisitor's backstory for those that don't know. You know, all Inquisitors were Jedi once, mm -hmm. and they turned to the dark side, and then then they started hunting their own kind. Um, but that just reminds me of you know, uh, Fallen Order, which this story was really good. This uh, one of the Inquisitors was betrayed by her master, and so she then later turned into become an Inquisitor. So um, I'm, I would love to know more about their backstory. They're so it's such they're so interesting to me, and I actually really mm -hmm. did like um, the Grand Inquisitor. I thought he did a really, really? good job. So far, I guess he didn't have so much screen time, but it seemed true to his character to me. And I feel mm -hmm. like they even fixed his head. I feel like his head looks a little bit slimmer than, <laughs> than the trailer, honestly. So I feel like they they kind of went back and changed that, which I like. Um, 
But yeah, the only part, I guess the only part I did like with the Inquisitors was Reva, actually. I kind of felt like she, at times she was overacting a little bit. Um, but like, yeah, that that's all I really noticed or kind of kind of dropped caught my attention was that I just felt sometimes it was like too a little too much. I mean, I haven't, I still have never watched Rebels, so yeah, I don't have to, <laughs> damn it, Tim. <laughs> I still don't have like a really clear idea of the Grand Inquisitor, which also leaves me obviously with like a big question mark. Um, about like the end of episode two, dude. What the hell? Yeah, that was stupid. Like, what? <laughs> he get, literally just gets stabbed in the stomach. Because like, he lives, right? Like, yeah, we know he's, he lives. Yeah, of course he okay. lives. Yeah, I was like, this is stupid. I'm gonna do force, bring force healing. Gosh, see, <sighs> why? Why do they do that? Like, I don't I know. see why. Like, why is it necessary for him to be stabbed? Like, does he have like an injury like that in Rebels? I mean, not that I'm aware of. Okay, so that just doesn't make sense to me. Like that, that's irritating to me because, yeah, like I'm, I'm just thinking from like a like a the storytelling perspective. Like, why don't they? Why didn't they just choose to like make them like even if they were to just exchange blows and like have like a, a little bit of a sword fight? Yeah, yeah, that would have been better. Um, and that was a chance for Obi Wan to run away, but instead she just like straight up stabs him, and he doesn't even like try to stop it. It was kind of. Yeah, it was it was kind of a weird scene to me, and I didn't. And and that's coming from someone who, like I said, I haven't even watched Rebels. I don't even have like a a super clear idea of like where the character is going. But like I I knew that. I mean, like I was pretty sure that he doesn't die in this show. Yeah. Um, just based on timeline, and so, and then it gets into like the like everybody can live through pretty much anything in Star Wars because of yeah. Bakta. Or because of like uh no maybe they're gonna bring him to that mod guy from book of boba fett oh do i swear oh my gosh <laughs> robert rodriguez is gonna have his day in the sun no dude i think he i think robert rodriguez did have some screen time in this uh in these first two episodes robert robert rodriguez in terms of like writing or directing or something uh yeah the uh the chase scene with leia like well, oh. all the ch- all the chase scenes with leia were so slow <laughs> what and I was, was like, that and i was like Dude. hey she's literally 10 years old like no <laughs> a 10 year old cannot outrun full-grown adults like i'm sorry like that's not possible i know see so like i completely agree and like there was a couple parts where things were like a little things were a little weird And I was, and part of me was like, maybe it's because of like, I, you know, I watched it in bed. No, 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 no. You're you're, on my way to bed. But then I thinking clearly, yeah. No, but then I watched it again in the morning. Um, And like, even to me, like, um, uh, Benny, like the uh, softy, softy's character, um, the other Jedi in Tatooine. Uh I don't remember the name was of the character, but um, was it like Nari? I think it was Nari. Um, even like when he got away in the saloon, he like, it yeah, was like, <laughs> it was weird. Like yeah. the timing and like the pacing of like the action sequences is like, it's like really, it's like really choppy. Um, and yeah, it feels really slow and like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't like fully put my finger on it because maybe I just don't fully understand like how people, how like an action like film makes things seem like really fast and like appropriately like uh rushed but yeah it seemed really slow and like but the worst was definitely the leia like foot foot chase like Dude, both of them yeah 
I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. Like her kidnappers <laughs> are literally like, she like goes under a log and there's like a really short log or something. And like the kidnapper like stops. Like they don't just like jump <laughs> over it. It's like, what? what's going? I'm confused. Like, what? yeah, it's so weird. Like, why not have her like go into like a, like a big ass, like, or like go into like an actual space where like only a 10 year old could go. Yeah. Yeah. Like clear, like we can clearly see that this dude could jump over the log. Literally so dumb, huh? and I, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and then that time when she runs away from Obi Wan, they're literally standing right next to each other, and he, yeah. and he's like, "Leia, don't!" or "Leia, stop!" And I'm like, "Literally, just grab her. She's literally right there." Like, I don't. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> he 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 would make a terrible parent. I mean, yeah. from my from my estimation, like can't even can't even like I mean like that's something I've seen people throwing around a lot, and even yeah, like. Just the idea that like he he like the way that she like just weirdly runs away and is just like yeah it does I mean and I think one of the things that like brings to mind for me is that thing that you sent me um I don't even remember when you sent it to me but it was like this like leaked uh like rating in the UK that like it the, this show was like rated like like appropriate for like kids like what like seven oh, yeah, years yeah, old yeah, or something. Yeah. Like it was rated as like even like lower age group than um, than Book of Boba Fett, and yeah. uh, I mean I think that like that that made me those scenes made me think a little bit of like you know how is this like geared like is is there like some deliberate like is this geared towards like children like they yeah, want that makes sense honestly children to connect because like you know kids want to see. Like I think kids would eat up those scenes because they're they're watching them thinking like oh my gosh like I could get away like and just like really like enjoying that so yeah but like I mean that doesn't mean that like, I feel like there's ways to do it still that like are still like it doesn't look like it doesn't come across as like so ridiculous to yeah. like an adult's eye but like it would still like show like a kid doing something that was like thrilling and um you know, even like, you know, able to escape and stuff like that. Like, I think there's ways to depict that, but I don't think that they were able to uh, pull that off in, in this one. Yeah. It felt so slow and like really, re honestly, ridiculous. Like I, I just, I didn't get it. It was outrageous. It was so outrageous. <laughs> like the, the kidnappers, the kidnappers were straight out of the power Rangers episode. Dude. That, yes. That's, that's actually perfect. That's actually what it felt like. It's yeah. like, oh, like, oh, I'm foiled. I can't go. I can't go around this tree. It's like, what? What is going what on? Found it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. I mean, like overall, that the vibe of those kidnappers was like weird to me. Like, I, I didn't. <laughs> I did. They were too much. They were too similar to the mod guy in Book of Boba Fett. True. True. Know, just, true. There was just a similar vibe. That just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Let me uh, ask you this: What do you think of Leia, uh, the, the the actor? um i mean i think that like overall like kid actors is is i mean for the most part it's like a no-win scenario i think <laughs> <laughs> like and i think that that's like true like across the board i think like really having like a really good kid actor is like a rare thing well um, like i guess more specifically um how do you feel like her depiction of leia like do you think leia will i guess i'm like fishing for like a specific answer i should just ask you um like do you think like she fits leia like when you look at this when you looked at her on screen you're like oh yeah that looks like leia uh i mean not not 
not perfectly obviously like not i she does like are you talking like physical like does her face look like carrie fisher's face um, i mean not yeah sort of physical but also sort of like age um like i i, I guess i personally felt she kind of felt young uh-huh. um like she didn't feel like a 10 year old and like her size like she felt really really small huh. um and so i was thinking like she honestly looks eight and so i like i literally had to look it up because i was like there's no way she's 10 and uh-huh. sure enough she's so they started filming when she was eight turning nine and huh. then when um when it, the show came out so she's turning 10 like a month so what that's so odd because wow that's really interesting because like i feel like typically with kid actors they they're really they play, old they play yeah they play a role that's younger than how than how than themselves so that's really that's really odd to me that's that's so interesting and like yeah, in terms of age i did have the thoughts that you're saying like i did think that she seemed like really young but then obviously like had some dialogue parts where it seemed like you know it felt very written it felt like something that a kid probably wouldn't say um not that i have like a sense of what kids are like, <laughs> alderaan are saying <laughs> i yeah i just think it's that makes a lot of i mean that makes sense that she's young and like it comes across that way for sure and also it's yeah like i said it's just it's like so hard with kid actors like i think of uh you know the depiction of anakin yeah way back when like i mean it for all the love i still have for like that movie and i try to like like you know retain for it like that depiction is like rough like that is a rough depiction of a kid and like to have like so many scenes like hinge on the kid's performance it it is really like is really uh it's just a tough thing to pull off i think and but uh i think I think that like it's interesting how they're like uh, what the direction that Disney is like going with Leia's character. It's actually really funny. My brother texted me and this is like the only conversations we've had about the show. And he texted me and he said, let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, (laughs) He said, wow, Disney is really good at making us hate Leia. (laughs) (laughs) Which I was like, okay, like that's pretty extreme. But um and then I thought about the last Jedi and like the whole, like, you know, flying through space stuff. And I mean, it's just interesting. The direction they're going with Leia's character, like (laughs) Leia's character is like one of the most powerful character, like female characters in like the history of movies. Yeah. Um, Just so such an impactful character. And um, I think, I think that like the depiction, it was in some ways it made sense just in the sense that like she has like this elegance and like this, princess side to her but she also has like she's very like you know brutally honest she has like a sassy side to her she has like a very strong uh character as well um and so i don't know i i guess i'm still figuring out i'm, I'm, I'm like rambling at this point but i want to hear yeah. what your thoughts were on the character no yeah i i felt like she delivered the lines pretty well um and i did you know i did kind of like seeing the similarities of like oh yeah this is though this is definitely going to be the leia like I could definitely see like this is the layer we get in the originals. Like, yeah, her spunk, her, you know, independence, her, you know, going against the rules, doing what people don't want her to do, you know, like what's not expected yeah. of her. She's not this damsel in distress. She's, you know, she's the one in charge. Like, even if she's kidnapped, she wants to be the one in charge, or like she acts at least that way. 
Cause as a yeah. kid, you can't, you know, you, you try and pretend to be tough or try and uh-huh. pretend to be mature, but yeah, I thought she did really good. I just, I literally could not get past the fact that she seemed like eight years old to me. Um, mm-hmm. just like her size too, which I, I understand if she is like the actress is small. Um, like she just, you know, that's just her height, but it's like, I always wish they could have at least try to make her. Cause like, even standing next to Obi-Wan, she literally looks so short. And I was like, hey, she looks, can you at least make her look like a 10 year old? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't expect her to be huge, but like, I just want her to be a little bit older, a little bit. I don't know. She just looks so young to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, so far, I'm not going to like try and like, you know, focus on that. I, I just, I try and be positive, but like, I do like, I did, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy her lines and just some of those little minor things that just kind of bothered me. Yeah, no, I, I, I pretty, I'm pretty much in agreement. I think it was like a, yeah. Like I said, tough thing to pull off with the yeah, that's true. And just like making it work, and also, and also, like this, I think this is going to be an ongoing theme for me. Is just like, just trying to uh, like take in the show as a show that is sort of you know, is it service? Is it is it like geared toward children? Is it geared toward the adults that grew up with Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan? Um, and it seems like they're trying to do both. Which yeah. was kind of weird to me. Like it was kind of jarring, like because like the overall show, like it's like I feel like it's pretty. It's got it's got a little bit of a simplistic tone that I think appeals to kids. Obviously, it's got a lot of these Leia scenes that appeal to kids. The villain, uh, in terms of the kidnappers, were like pretty juvenile um, feeling. Even the Inqui- like the Inquisitors, I thought the depiction was really good, especially um, Soon Kong's. Um, inquisitor like i thought that to me that was my favorite of the inquisitors so like not the grand inquisitor not the third yeah. sister the, the other guy <laughs> i i just i think that he delivers his lines like really well um but like even their 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 like dialogue was like really simplistic like very like basic but then like at the same time the show like has like these other moments so it has a lot of these like really like kid feeling moments like not super mature in terms of like how how it how sort of deep or dark it gets but then it has other moments that like are super dark like and like also like depicted weird. like one of the weirdest parts of the entire show to me and after i rewatched it i felt the same way was when the third sister like cuts off the lady's hand uh-huh do you remember this yeah like she just like like she just cuts off someone's hand like in the middle of one of the scenes and like the lady's hand just like falls on the ground and like they show it falling <laughs> on the ground and like they then they like they just like cut away from the woman and like you don't hear her screaming you don't hear like any like it's just like it just happens and then it's like over and i was yeah. like that's kind of it was kind of weird to me and there was a couple of little things like that where i was like okay so like they're willing to like get their hands dirty with like some violence and like some like kind of like some of this intense stuff but then like it also has like this overall like kind of like feeling like it's like geared for kids and so to me that felt kind of yeah it was i think it's that's going to be an ongoing journey for me as i'm watching the show is like really figuring out like how i feel as it sort of like plays both sides it kind of has like the kid appealing stuff and then also is i think it's going to have like some more of like the serious darker kind of uh elements to it I was going to ask you though, what did, what did you think about all like the depictions of Alderaan? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I mean, kind of makes sense, I guess. Uh, is that the, is that the first time we've seen it? Um, no, the other time we've seen it is in the prequels. We have some sh- just like some like oh, really that's right, 
yeah just like like city city skyline shots and then like some like you know the depiction of like um the organas with leia yeah um and that's and that's pretty much it yeah i thought it was i mean that was cool um seems you know very clean you know very i mean obviously they don't have you know military or whatever so very peaceful so yeah seems uh seems pretty cool i liked it i enjoyed those those scenes i, I mean i thought that like the the leia character and like the weird chase scene was like annoying but um <laughs> but like bail organa like is still like one of my favorite characters like i thought he was he was like one of my favorite characters for the entire show so far and other than obi-wan like i was like i think i'm thinking of like all the character depictions like bail organa to me was like one of my favorites he doesn't play like a huge role but i mean he just i don't know he has like a presence on screen like he's he feels so natural. Like he feels, he feels like really, really just natural in the role of like being the Senator in the star Wars galaxy. And just like, just like all the, all the like characteristics and like values that the character has, like, it just feels super natural. Um, I just, yeah, I really, all the say, just like, I I really like the depiction of that character. I feel like he like kind of anchors the show in a way because he's like this constant, like he's the same, or very similar character and just like just like consistently aging and just like showing up in the same way whether it's in the prequels or in rogue one and now in the middle between the two he's like he's continuing to show up in the same way and so i really yeah i really really uh yeah i really liked bill organa yeah he was made for that character honestly yeah (laughs) for sure for sure yeah he's really great let me think of the other like what did you think about um die you that that setting um yeah it, it, it was good I, it just reminded me of um kind of like the lower levels of coruscant um, uh-huh. like from you know episode uh, episode two when anakin and one are kind of are chasing uh chasing the bounty hunter yeah um so yeah it just reminded me of that i thought it was really good uh you know got to see a little the clone trooper uh <laughs> asking for some money which is kind of like a funny touch. Uh, oh yeah, that was so random. I know that was I random. That. I thought, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good depiction, and them saying, you know, like, oh yeah, this is like the scummy place. There's no tracking. You can't track ships here. Like, I definitely, it definitely fit the vibe that they were going for. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just, you know, I, th- I mean, we had like three, three planets really. Um, that were depicted. I mean, uh, four if you count Coruscant, and obviously Tatooine is getting a little, getting to be a little much. Dude, um, it is. I was thinking that though. I was like, was gonna, I'm so sick of this place. <laughs> I know it's like it's getting to be a little, a little too much. Um, but the other two, I really enjoyed. Like, I, I, I like that in their depiction of Alderaan. Like, I think Alderaan's a tough one to depict because Star Wars has like a really specific flavor of sci-fi, um, that doesn't look super like futuristic in a lot of ways mm-hmm. like star wars is supposed to be like you know a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and so you have a lot of this like old world flair and like a lot of things like worn down and old but like alderaan is not that way but still they're somehow able to like muster up this feeling of like it still doesn't feel like this like new age like futuristic sci-fi um that kind of feels out of place in star wars um cough cough uh robert rodriguez um <laughs> but uh i i think that yeah so i think alderaan was 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 awesome and and i yeah i'm i'm like i'm also like really curious at this point because i feel like the trailers like 
I feel like we've seen most of this stuff from the trailers at this point. Yeah, haven't I, we? I thought that too. Yeah. So we've got like a whole bunch of like a whole bunch of stuff up, upcoming that like, we don't really know where we're going. That's good. Um, that's, that's, you know, that's why I like, I love not showing a lot, no spoilers. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I'm really excited. Like this. Yeah. After watching the episodes, I kind of felt a lot of good high note on like Boba Fett. I was kind of like, I was like kind of unsure. And then, you know, episode three happened and, you know, sucked everything sucked all the life out of me, but <laughs> like, Obi-Wan, I have, I have uh, expectations. I have like, I'm feeling good about it. I'm kind of feeling yeah. good, good water where we're at right now. So I'm hoping everything turns out. Okay. Let's talk about where we're going. Like where, where Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show is going, what's going to happen next potentially. And also like how it ended. Bro. Um, obviously for, we, so I was gonna say for sure, for sure. Qui-Gon is going to be in a force ghost. Definitely. I Dude, think they, definitely foreshadowed clearly. And I love, I, this is why I loved Obi, like Hugh McGregor and this, this depiction of Obi-Wan, because obviously we know in the originals, he's still kind of like, you know, he says like Anakin's lost, but he's not like yeah. completely hopeless. He has hope. And even in yeah. Rebels, when he kills Maul, you uh-huh. know, Maul's like, is, is he going to redeem us? Is he going to re- give us redemption? Is he the chosen one? Talking about Luke. And Obi-Wan was like, yes, he, he is. He'll, he'll redeem us all. And so it's like, like he literally has no hope. And then, so obviously at the end of the series, I think he's going to find some way through all this to find his hope again and his, his connection to the force. Cause clearly he's going to cut off, you know, he, yeah. he trying to reach for Leia. He almost, you know, couldn't do it because he cut yeah. himself off from the force and just like his, his fear of Anakin. Like, I'm so excited. I think it's such a good, such a good direction. And like, yeah. he's going to, he's going to get his um, hope back. And, you know, think like this has been 10 years. And yeah. they said that that Yoda taught him that, you know, you need to continue your training. Um, yeah. It's been 10 years and he still hasn't communicated with, with Qui-Gon. Like the, the issue was obviously his emotions. Like he's, he's too emotional. He's too cut off. He's too afraid. But like, I think that's how it's going to end. The series is going to end with like him talking to Qui-Gon and like, they're going to have this big, you know, emotional reunion and it's going to help him give like, you know, his hope back. So oh. I'm, ex- I'm excited for oh. to see that. I think it's going to be sick. Well, it's going to be amazing, dude. That makes me so excited. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. And I think that's so interesting to think about, like, the hope and, like, Obi-Wan's potential arc because one thing we do know about the originals, too, is that he is, like, he's, like, fully lost on Anakin. And so I'm yeah. wondering, like, where he's at now with Anakin. Like, he thought Anakin was actually... He thought he was dead, maybe, at, at this point is kind of what the depiction seemed like. And yeah. I was curious a little bit about the Inquisitors because I was under the impression that like most they, most they didn't know, people, yeah, yeah, most people even in the Empire didn't know. Like I heard, I, I understood that like, you know, it was a big deal that like Tarkin found out that Anakin was Vader. Like there was like a like a lot of people didn't know that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader, and so I found it, I like I found it, yeah, it was, I found it kind of curious that you know the third sister knew that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader. And um, the way she kind of dropped that on Obi-Wan was like super deliberate. It kind of, it was kind of like unnatural to me. It kind of felt like, okay, so she's like, it kind of felt like written, um, I guess. Um, but like, I mean, those last, the, those last few moments of the episode of episode two were just like gut wrenching for me. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like that was Ewan McGregor's like, I think the over the, honestly, I don't want to like, I don't want to underemphasize like, over the entire show like Ewan McGregor crushed it I think he's able to bring in like the persona like 
he 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 just is obi-wan like the voice yeah. the persona and he's able to be obi-wan but a whole different version of obi-wan that like you were talking about but like at this at this moment like the very end of the episode when he's in the transport and they're like leaving uh dayu and he's reacting to anakin and stuff oh my gosh like i was i was like it was like gut wrenching for me. I was, I, and I, and Ewan McGregor's performance was awesome. Like he looked, oh, he just like shaken to his core. He looked like he was like, it was just, it was really good acting to me. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And oh, and then like the depictions of, of Vader in the Bakta tank. Yeah. Woo! Oh my goodness. Dude, maybe, uh, maybe that's why Reba's so obsessed with uh, Obi Wan. Maybe she's, on a special assignment or she knew Anakin personally. Um, and so she knew somehow knew it was Vader. Cause that, that does, you know, that does stand true that no one really knew who that Anakin was Vader. So, yeah. Um, and she said it and not in front of anyone else. So it was just Obi-Wan, like not the other inquisitors. So maybe she really is the only one that knew. And they're always like, they asked her a couple of times, what is your obsession with Obi-Wan? So maybe, maybe that's why she's been obsessed with Obi-Wan because she knows Anakin or something, or she knows Vader. And uh, so she she knows what will like satisfy Vader more than yeah, anything else. Yeah. Like well she knows that it's like it's like the most important thing is to get Kenobi. That would make sense. That would totally make sense. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it's all to say like the, the show's going in a good direction. Like I yeah. think that we're 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 caught in like a good place. I I wasn't super clear on like, and I'm maybe it's because I didn't get this far in the episode on my second watch. I wasn't super clear on like what like where Leia and obi-wan are going like they're going to like some place yeah like coordinates they're gonna give to somebody and like um all from i don't remember the name of the the con man's character oh um, yeah <laughs> kumail kumail nanjani is the actor that was that was such a goofy like addition to the show yeah that was that was interesting that yeah, was weird i kind of i kind of like liked it i thought he was I, I mean i was like that's fine like whatever I'm glad they didn't try to like make him like super serious. They just kind of let him be funny and and do his thing. And it makes yeah. sense that like there would be people in the galaxy that are doing like con things. It's it's to me it's cool to see like different ways that like the galaxy is like dealing with like the aftermath of the Clone Wars and the Jedi yeah. um, and all that kind of stuff. It's interesting. And so yeah i mean all to say i think that i think that things are going in a, in a great direction do you have any other uh are we i feel like we're talking about a little bit of idiots array stuff at this point i know yeah um i feel that's, that's all i really had uh dude i just keep thinking about yeah i i do think we're in a good direction so i hope you know i'm like nervous to get my hopes up but just thinking <laughs> about what like the first line just think about this obi-wan like i just can't get over it like this obi-wan and thinking about the first line he says in you know um a new hope to Darth Vader is like, you can't win. You can't win Darth. You know uh, what I mean, so it's like, it is such this, this whole series is going to show his character development and I'm excited about it. I love character development. So I'm really excited to see a hopeless broken Obi-Wan to like one that has hope again. So uh, yeah. I'm excited, dude. I hope, I hope we get to see some of their, they get to have some mental battles or some flashbacks or some, I want to see some more of their relationship flushed out. Yeah. I would love to see Vader and Obi-Wan have a, a duel in their head or something. I think that'd be so cool. That would be awesome. And I'm, I'm curious about how much we're going to circle back to Luke, you know? I, I know. I mean, I, yeah. It's going like to switch to Leia. Yeah. Yeah. I going into this, I, I did not have an expectation that like Leia would be such a primary character. Yeah. 
But and I was excited about. It. I was like, oh, this is like a fun direction for this to go because when you think of Obi Wan, you think, oh, he's the guardian of Luke. You know, he was on Tatooine and he was watching Luke for all those years. But to, for the show to go in the direction of, oh, this is his intertwined story with child Leia, makes actually a lot of sense because. You know, Leia at the beginning of A New Hope, you know, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah. Um, you know, the reaching out to him and, you know, there being some familiarity and makes a lot of sense. And then also, you know, I, I so I guess I'm curious how it's going to circle back. I think that because I think Joel Edgerton is like a like he's a pretty big actor and he's playing Owen Lars. So I think that I think that care. I think there's they're going to have to circle back to Tatooine and Luke. And all that stuff at some point i'm curious as to how that's going to unfold and what that's going to look like like i that's that's actually exciting because i feel like i can't fully i can't fully figure out like what the storyline is going to be from here partially yeah. because the, tra the trailer didn't have all these pieces and because like, it could really go it could go a lot of directions i feel like i mean like i think qui-gon's definitely going to show up i think that I, I do think that we're going to find out that Reva is the youngling from that first scene. And yeah, I just, I mean, apart from that, I mean, I think that they're obviously going to meet more face to face and there's going to be, you know, some ultimate like culminations of some of these storylines. And I think it is going to involve some type of interaction, you know, more directly between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. But uh -huh. apart from that, like, I'm really like, I'm I'm excited because I feel like I'm not fully sure like where this is going to go. And so it's it's exciting. What is the connection with Reva and Leia? Cuz like if we have this theory we kind of talked about, you know, her knowing Anakin. Yeah. An Anakin didn't even know Leia. Only people yeah. that only people that knew Leia would be like Yoda, Obi-Wan and Bail Organa. So like why why did she know specifically Leia would draw out Obi-Wan? Yeah, cuz didn't she say that it's I mean, the only thing that comes to mind for me is if she doesn't know, I don't know, I, have to, I can't remember the exact dialogue she uses, but if she doesn't, Reva doesn't know that Leia is Anakin's daughter, but she knows that Obi-Wan had a close relationship with Bail Organa. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense now. Yeah, I think, I think that is right. I don't think she actually said Leia. She focused more on Bale. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, so like, like she, like he'll help out his friend from the Clone Wars. I think is kind of what she said. Like, okay, so that I think that could be it. Yeah, because it would not make sense. It would not be consistent with canon if if she knew that Leia was like Leia Skywalker. That would not work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we could we could just edit this out. You know, because uh, I sound stupid. So. If we, no, <laughs> no, 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 because I think I had the same concern actually, like when watching it. So I'm glad you brought it up, and and I could be wrong too. Like I, they they could be going off off you know, out, outside the lines and not really care, um, which would be really annoying. Um, but like Bail Organa was the driving force to get Kenobi, you know, get Kenobi out. Of yeah, that's Tatooine. right. Yeah, and so I think I think that's what they were going for, but I'm not completely sure. It's also really cool to see when uh, Obi Wan interacting, you know, with his basically his his niece or whatever. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, saying like, you know, you remind me of you. You remind oh. me of your your mother and stuff. I was oh. like, that's that's so cool. Like, I I really do love that. Oh, I love that, man. You know, you know, I'm a sucker for Padme. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I love I love that. I forgot about that line. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I, that was that was awesome.
Yeah, because, you know, Padme has, like, some of those characteristics, you know, that are prevalent in Leia, whether in this show or later on, just, like, that strong female, like, just, you know, just someone who, like, cares. And, like, Bail Organa has some of those characteristics, too, just, like, somebody who's just consistently just, like, wanting wanting to, like, be a positive impact on other people and yeah, yeah. Um, do what's right. Um, just like have a great moral compass. I mean, they're yeah, they're awesome characters. Oh gosh, it's. Uh, I think that they're striking. They're striking things in in the right way right now. You know, they're 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 hitting the nostalgia in the right way. Um, they're they're kind of fence riding with like the kid versus adult sort of um, direction, which to me is troubling. But I think I'm okay with it so far. I don't love it, but like. The way that they're balancing the prequels and the originals, nostalgia and originality, like those balancing acts so far, I think are done are being done really well. And it all hinges on on Ewan McGregor's performance, which has been excellent. And so I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling good, man. Even after this conversation, I feel like I'm feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I that's how I was talking to my friend yesterday about it. And you know, with Boba Fett, there really was no history with him. So they were kind of like trying to create it out of thin air and just kind of forcing uh-huh. you to forcing us all to think gaslighting us to think that this is, this has always been Boba Fett's character, but it's like Liddy Kenobi has such a, you know, strong character, strong yeah. presence in, in all the, you know, in the originals and the prequels and the Clone Wars uh, cartoon. So it's like, they really can't do a whole lot of deviation from that. I hope. So yeah. that's why I say like, I hope they just, you know, I, that's why I have higher hopes for this one than, than Boba Fett. Cause they really can't or else people would like riot so yeah for sure i'm yeah no i agree i'm feeling good and um do you have any uh, i don't have any other like predictions actually like i'm i'm just looking forward to what's next actually um yeah just that you know grand inquisitor will be either cloned or uh strand cast uh to uh to his performance in rebels because he died in this this last episode so do you do you think he died no, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Strand. Cast. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're trying to make the connection that like this is going to be another show that's utilized to um, compensate for the sequels. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're probably right. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so unnecessary. I still, I'm still trying to wrap my head around why she just stabbed him. Why didn't she just like attack him, or why did he attack her, and they just like exchange like? Yeah, a bit that would have been sick, fight. dude. That would have been so cool. Like if he was just like stand down and like went after her um, instead of her just like st- like it seemed unnecessary. Anyway, we've already talked about this, but it's weird. Yeah, I'm excited too for that's why, dude. Again, Obi Wan, Yuma McGregor's killing it, but like he's so hesitant to, to even turn on his lightsaber. Like we haven't even seen yeah. his lightsaber in, in two episodes yet, so it's like that's gonna be such a cool moment when he really has no choice but to fight. So I'm I'm excited yeah. for that. I think it's gonna be such a good moment, such a cool kind of really uh, emotional moment oh yeah it's so awesome i mean like that's something that they've done well too it's like because i was like kind of going into it i was like what are they gonna you know because it's almost like the force awakens experience like with force awakens there's so many moments in this in the movie that are like very clearly geared towards like the wow factor of like like this is like this is the big moment of like Han and Chewie are back in the Falcon and yeah, all these like moments of like Ray using the Jedi mind trick that like when you go back and rewatch the movie, you're like once, once the, once that nostalgia, like 
like bump is like not there you're like this is kind of like this kind of doesn't make sense like this is kind of weird and like, it, like i feel like it comes down to like patience and like they've demonstrated that in this show i think for really sure well. yeah, that's a good way to like, put it yeah yeah like they've been patient like they're not showing qui-gon they ha- he hasn't lit his lightsaber yet like you said like they have shown that they're willing to like make us wait a little bit, which is such a good choice. And like, it makes everything like make more sense and it makes it so much more worth it too. Which so, is the, which is the awesome. theme of the inquisitors, right? Yeah. The key to hunting Jedi is patience. Dang dude, bringing it full circle. I feel like we got to end, <laughs> end with, we got to end with that poetry. I know I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Same. Oh my gosh, dude. I feel so I feel so good right now because I feel like there was no toxicity shared between us just now. I know, dude. We're, we're, we're turning over <laughs> a new leaf, man. It just goes to show, you know. It goes. To, this is this is a sabak talk, you know. We're we're versatile here, dude. You no, know, it just shows that when Star Wars actually puts out good stuff, like we enjoy it. Yes, and yeah, I mean, this guy, this has me excited. Like, I mean. You know more than anybody else. Like this, I think that like the Bad Batch, Boba Fett, like, and also just life and like life has been busy. Obviously, like we haven't been as active um, on our accounts um, or our recordings, but um, in terms of like frequency, um, but like you know more than anyone else. Like, I mean, this is this Bad Batch to Book of Boba Fett like time period has been like it's almost made me like not want to even like do like. Uh, like do a lot of the like the star wars stuff that i've been doing like because yeah i mean it's just like it's just not as exciting it's not as like fun because it's just not um it's just yeah it's just not as engaging and like exciting and it's kind of yeah it's kind of like a bummer um but no this like these two episodes not perfect i mean not like not by a long shot but like totally have me like excited and like i i'm feeling feeling like you know optimistic about what's to come so yeah it's pretty perfect, awesome perfect transition to andor coming up oh yeah dude i'm stoked man and like see so i'll be toxic a little bit right now everyone that's listening you know who you are you cannot tell me this is the same this kenobi is the same as boba fett boba fett was trash and garbage Oh and my Kenobi is so much better. Like, I've seen your reactions on Instagram, so don't act like you guys didn't know, didn't love Kenobi. So don't yeah. tell me, oh yeah, I like all Star Wars the same. That is not true. Be honest with your guys self. We need more fans like this that could be honest with yourself. <laughs> like, come on, guys, <laughs> yeah. we all to band together on this. We need good content. When we ask for good content, we're gonna get it. So we gotta, we gotta band together. We can't just accept everything. Uh, absolutely, and like. I'm so excited about Andor because I feel like it's going to be like Rogue One in the sense that like there's not going to be as much pressure because there's not yeah. going to be as weird expectations because there it's a character that we don't really know very much, you know? And like, that's why Rogue One is part of why Rogue One was so good is because it, there wasn't a ton of pressure because it wasn't all these like, like dearly beloved characters, yeah. which makes Kenobi really difficult, which, you know, it's, it's really impressive that they've been able to, you know, hook us as much as they have. But, like, I think Andor is going to be sick. And I've been saying this from the beginning, but, like, I'm super excited for Andor. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, oh, yeah. For, yeah, it's going to be, you know, dark and grungy and in the depths of the rebellion. I freaking love it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Anything else for Sabak Talk that we need to cover? I mean, there's a bunch of new announcements. Exciting stuff is going on. 
but you know, Ahsoka, I mean, there's just, there's so much stuff coming out, but like, I mean, there's not too much I want to speak on. I think just like excited for the next episode of Kenobi and um, excited to engage with our listeners about it too. I know because Sabacta might be back in business more consistently now. We got Kenobi, we got Andor coming up, and then we got even Mandalorian season three in February. So like, we really got, we got a good lineup coming around. We didn't have these, you know, long pauses and bad shows that we had to, you know, kind of sit through. Wait, isn't, isn't, isn't there another season of Bad Batch coming out like this year? Oh, it is? I haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> I think there is, but like nobody paid any attention to it because nobody cares. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I think that that's the, I think I saw somebody was like, hey, why is nobody talking about the next season of Bad Batch? And I'm like, the fact that you have to ask that question answers your question, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's keep it positive. I don't want to get toxic. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right. But yeah, no, I'm stoked. Um, what, what is our sign-off with our listeners? What do we, uh, you know, go check us out on uh, Instagram, Sabak Talk. And yeah, just engage. We're going to be asking questions. We're going to be um, getting, um, yeah, just getting your feedback and incorporating uh, people's comments. And we're going to, you know, we're going to keep going. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk to you all next week. Is there anything else we say in our sign up? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars talk for the average fan. Well, we didn't even say that at the beginning, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, we literally God. jumped right into it. <laughs> That's so funny. It's fine. They get it. We don't, we we're, don't rusty. we're rusty, yeah, we dude. We don't have to keep announcing we're back. They're kind of tired of that. Oh, oh, the one, one other thing I want to say before people sign off is, um, uh, you know, sorry. Sorry that we weren't able to get to our uh, Revenge of the Sith Part Two. Oh, um, true, bro, man. But it's coming. It's coming. One day, one day, one day it'll be here. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, that's it. All right. <laughs>